0: The following podcast is brought to you by The Village Zendo. For more information, visit villagezendo.org. So good to see you all. Um, And I just really appreciate uh, everybody being here this morning, uh, practicing together. I I particularly appreciate uh, your support of me giving this talk. So I'm speaking from... um, South Burlington, Vermont. Uh, it's a bit chilly and overcast today. And when I look out the window, wow, the colors are really muted. There's not much red and yellow left there. Um, I always feel a bit anxious giving a talk. And so that's true now. And I just wanted to put that out there. I've been thinking uh, a lot about friendship since I moved uh, with my husband to South Burlington, Vermont, a year ago, exactly on November 1st. We hardly knew anyone uh, when we moved here. Uh, Luckily, there were two people who turned up who we hadn't seen for years uh, and we weren't familiar at all with the area. So one of the um, people that turned up was a childhood friend, not a good friend. It was really more of a, a, a daughter of friends of my family. And we went to summer camp together. And she, ta- she taught me a beautiful lesson. Uh, the day after we moved here, she showed up at our front door carrying a bag with maple syrup, a loaf of fresh baked bread and some wonderful Vermont cheese. And since then, we've hiked, we've had pizza, we've gone to movies, done lots of things, and we're getting uh, to know each other, beginning again. And I wonder sometimes when we get together, who is she? Who am I? I? I don't know. It feels good to be with her um so for the first months my husband and i explored you know where to shop groceries getting to know the area and we're still exploring and we feel very lucky at this time in our lives early 70s all this newness aliveness learning growing making friends so much opening up my husband's um starting to work an after retirement job at UVM Medical School as an actor, playing the role of patient with a medical condition to groups of students who are in training to be doctors. Acting was his first passion, now returning. And I've been on um, onboarded at UVM Medical Center and beginning to volunteer in a program called HELP which helps elder patients who are hospitalized and their families who are very challenged um, due to the conditions and causes. So I miss my hospice chaplaincy work and I'm excited to begin this new chapter. Endings and beginnings over and over. Our Zen practice teaches us that we're actually always on the road. Leaving home, moment to moment. We don't know what's coming in the next moment. In the Zendo, we're instructed to pay attention. In breath, out breath. Leaving home, returning home, leaving, returning. Zen practice helps us to develop attention and presence to be here now. The terrain is always new, even if it looks familiar. A few nights ago, my husband and I listened to a lecture. We were sent a link. The talk was given by Mark Schultz, PhD, co-author of the book, The Good Life, Lessons from the World's Longest Scientific Study of Happiness. I have to say, I was a bit Skeptical Happiness, and mm, it sounds like a little bit uh, soft. The lecture was excellent. Uh, it was scientifically driven. Uh, Schultz has been associated with a Harvard research search study for 20 years. The study has been ongoing for decades, intergenerational, with a limited number of families. And he is a psychoanalyst. His message after presenting a number of case studies was that happiness is about connection, relationships, community, and belonging. It's about friendship, caring for oneself and caring for others. It's about intimacy. Roshi Enkyo once said in a talk a good number of years ago, but I've never forgotten, self-compassion is compassion for others. We could say that you have to befriend yourself to befriend others. And then earlier this week, David Brooks wrote in a time, in an article in the New York Times, give the gift of your attention in it he said ask better questions really listen be vulnerable make others feel known the essential skills for being human his article was a guide to how to be a good friend And I'm reminded of the adage, to have a friend, you have to be a friend. When I came into uh, Zen practice years ago, I felt immediately that I was in the right place at the village Zendo with Roshi and the wider community. I came uh, initially for the Buddhist chaplaincy training that was offered uh there back in 2007 i had uh no idea then in a deeper sense what brought me to zen and what might unfold i would not be the same person that i am now without my zen practice and the village zendo community the zendo our sangha our practice it's offered me a place, a way, tons of support to learn and grow, to heal. I can say now to heal into being more fully human and being a better friend. Um, and I can say that having considered that I was an introvert, And spent a lot of time in my room alone as a young person and uh, this has taken a long time and uh, i'm so thankful uh, to have found the village zendo Um, so now let's take a look at case six in the book of serenity matsu's black and white the case A monk asked Great Master Matsu, apart from the four propositions and beyond the hundred negations, please directly point out the meaning of living Buddhism. Or to put it another way, point out the meaning of Bodhidharmas coming from the West. The Great Master said, I'm tired today and can't explain for you. Go ask Zizong. The monk asked Zizong. Zizong said, why don't you ask the teacher? The monk said, the teacher told me to come ask you. Zizong said, I have a headache today and can't explain for you ask brother Hai. The monk asked Hai. Hai said, when I come this far, after all, I don't understand. The monk related this to the great master. Matsu said, Zhang's head is white, Hai's head is black. And Hangzi had a verse medicine working as illness, it is mirrored in the past sages. Illness, working as medicine, sure, but who is it? Whitehead, blackhead, capable heirs of the house. Statement or no statement, the, the ability to cut off the flow. Clearly sitting, cutting off The road of speech. Laughable is the old ancient all at Vasily. So Master Matsu was a great Chan master in the Tang dynasty, student of Nanye. He had over a hundred disciples and he offered that he offered transmission to. It is said his appearance was remarkable. He strode along like a bull and glared about him like a tiger. If he stretched out his tongue, it reached up over his nose. On the soles of his feet were imprinted two circular marks. He was known for being unconventional, for waking up students with hits and shouts, silence. He is known for his direct insight into Buddha nature. Jizong and Hai were his well-known disciples, well-versed in the Dharma, living and practicing together in Matsu's community. So the four propositions and the 100 negations, I'm not really going to go too much into that because as the monk said, please directly point out the living meaning of Buddhism. And the hundred negations and the, um, uh, you know, that was uh, so Nar- an Indian master named Ar- Nargun Nargajuna, <laughs> and uh, the four propositions. And I think the point here is that that's those are teachings. Those are words. And however valuable might they might be, that's not. Direct experience. And so, um, the monk asked, please directly point out the living meaning of Buddhism. So, my initial take questions. Is there more going on here than meets the eye? Are Matsu, jizang and Hai? Intentionally trying to teach the monk by not answering and passing the buck? Are the teachers being dismissive? Are they elevating themselves over the monk? I wondered about the symbolism, meaning of white, the color of light and illumination, absence of color. Black represents darkness. The dark well of our being contains all color. The relative and absolute two sides of the same coin. How to pass through the gateless gate of non-duality. Words, 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 concepts. A tangle of meaning-making that I so oftenly engage in that's not helpful. At least, I don't think, in this particular case. We get what the monk is asking. His human desire to know. We come into Zen, I did, um, and wanted to know, what is the living meaning of Buddhism? What am I sp- supposed to understand, to get? I don't get it. Please help me, Roshi. Please help me, teachers. Master Masu was known for teaching direct experience, cutting off the flow of what clouded the mind. The Buddha said, you have to find out for yourself. Find out what's true for you. Verify the teachings from your experience own own your own experience the monk is sincere in his question and keeps going from one to the next i'm tired today and can't explain for you go ask zizan why don't you ask the teacher the teacher told me to come ask you i have a headache today and can't explain for you ask brother hi when i come this far after all i don't understand Song's head is white High's head is black so Let me take a a little drink. Each answers in his own way. I'm tired today and can't explain. I have a headache. When I come this far, I don't understand. Can we take these teachers at their word truth-telling being themselves their experience in the moment tired sick with headache don't understand hi in the verse medicine working is illness it is mirrored in the past sages. Illness working as medicine. Sure, but who is it? I don't know. The hit, the shout, the silence. What's real? What's not? What does it mean? I don't know. Hi! Master Matsu, Shizang, and Hai answering. Offering their body wisdom. Tired, sick with headache, don't understand. The monk went back to Master Matsu. Matsu said, Zhang's head is white, Hai's is black. From the verse, Hanji Zi affirms capable capable heirs of the house. Zong's hair is white, Hai's hair is black. It is what it is, each unique, different. Master Matsu, Zong and Hai, the monk, each unique in their own experience, teaching and learning from each other, community, friends, together practicing. As we hear now in our Zoom boxes, each unique in our own experience of this moment, together, in friendship, in community, supporting each other, encouraging each other to pay attention. Be present. Show up. Don't get stuck. Don't hold back. Strip away the non-essential. My sense of Matsu, Zong, Hai and the monk is that they are friends. Sangha on the path together as we are now practicing. They're showing us how to show up simple, authentic, real, on the ground in their ordinary lives. Teachers and students, students and teachers, not stuck, flowing beyond right and wrong. So there's a line in the verse uh, which uh, really speaks simply to me of this case, the message of this case. Clearly sitting Cutting off the road of speech. Clearly sitting, cutting off the road of speech. We often hear in Zen that we can think of our minds as a clear sky. A cloud floats by. Notice and allow it to pass. Return to the clear blue sky. Our practice, Zazen, cutting off thoughts, is how we get unstuck and flowing again. Zazen is at the heart of how over time we learn, grow, and heal, become more real, how we become more fully human, and better friends. Being present is being alive in our lives. And how we live is how we die. So I'm going to end with a poem of Roshi Enkyos. It begins, um, it's, it's the beginning of chapter one In her book, Most Intimate, A Zen Approach to Life's Challenges. And the poem, um, so Becoming Intimate with Yourself is the name of the chapter. And here is the poem. Sitting quietly, one minute, one hour, no matter. Finding the quiet within, I find myself again and again. Finding myself, I offer the quiet light to those on the street, in the office all around me. To the lost and suffering beings, to the bewildered and questioning, even to the bare tree, with its leafless branches filled with chirping sparrows. Thank you.